Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's the worldwide day of giving, Tony. So what have you given today? I'm Frank Isola. Apparently, he gave up today's show. Oh, he wanted and no gave part it to of it. you. Yes. How about that? Last minute replacement. Giving person. They said they had to ask you. You had a list of people. You got to the end of the list, and that's where I was. <laughs> Not true. Crossed out a bunch of names. I finally Not made it to me. Welcome to PTI. Tony folded after yesterday's show. So here to pick up his slack is our great friend Frank Isola. Wow. The, the old interns used to boo. The new that's ones a clap. Big I like ovation that. you got in there. <laughs> Let's start with not one, but two 62s shot in today's first round of the U.S. Open at L.A. Country Club. Ricky Fowler got the first, and Xander Schauffele followed with his 15 minutes later. <laughs> 62 was the lowest round in the history of the United States Open. Plenty of great players are still on the course, Frank, but what do you make of what Fowler and Shawfle did today. I think it's going to be an interesting weekend out in L.A. Because like you said, you have one guy shooting 62, and it's not five years later. It's 15 minutes later. You have another player shooting 62. And you think about Ricky Fowler, Xander Shawfle, two guys that probably fall into the category of best players never to win a major. Obviously, Xander Shawfle, a lot younger. List, yeah. But if you look at Ricky Fowler, think about what's happened to him. Here's a guy, you know, 34 years old, completely fell off the map. Last year, he was ranked 176 in the world. You know, hasn't played in a lot of majors, only four in the last three years. So when you talk about a good story from a very likable player, what a great yeah. way to start the tournament, a great way to start the weekend for him. Frank, no doubt. And, and Fowler is one of the most popular players yep. on tour. I've gotten to know him a little bit, just extremely likable. He didn't play in the U.S. Open in 21 yep. or 22. And you look at it, you go, oh, my goodness, I hope that Ricky Fowler is not somehow just going to be done early and out of the, the world golf picture because he's talented. He's still young, as you mentioned, 34 years old and so likable. But let me, let me just say this. And Shoffley, younger player, yeah. and has been buzzing around, has like as, as many low rounds, you know, and many high finishes as almost anybody the past four years. But let me say this, man. The U.S. Open, that, 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 I mean, the, 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 the tournament itself is known for being brutal. 62 is not brutal. It's the opposite of brutal. And L.A. Country Club, L.A. North, has been hyped and praised and slurped for the last week. <laughs> and they're going, what? People throwing darts? Now, the, the, the next finishers, next high finishers after those two Minus guys three. were only two and three under. So yeah. it's not like there were a pile of guys at six and seven under. But you got, you got the best in the world, some of whom are just teeing off right now as Shawfley and Fowler are taking credit and taking a bow. What does this mean? The U.S. Open is supposed to be a torture chamber. What do you think of it being taken for granted so far? Yeah, I think you should grab your clubs and get out there. You could probably break 80 on that course, the way things are going. But think about Ricky Fowler par here. Par 70, par 70, but still yeah, two not, par fives. Exactly. Still, the number is the number. Yeah, not a par 72. 
He finished second in the 2014 U.S. Open. That's his best finish in the major. He's had eight top five finishes at majors. What a great way to start now. You know, three more rounds. But the way that that's playing, you wonder, you mentioned it, Mike, when these other guys start going out there, you wonder what the scores are going to look like, right? Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's move to reports that the New Orleans Pelicans could consider trading Zion Williamson if it means landing Scoot Henderson in next week's draft. Mark Stein says a source told him there's a, quote, rising level of exasperation within the organization regarding Williamson's ongoing availability and overall approach. All right, the Pelicans were in first place in the West before Zion's hamstring injury. So, Mike, does dealing him to land Scoot make sense to you? Um, yeah, if he's not going to be available and if they think he's not doing the things in his life. Yeah that are going to make him available. And by that, we mean nothing sinister. They, you know, there are people who don't think he's in the kind of shape and doesn't stay there, doesn't maintain it, the kind of shape that's going to allow him to play 75 games or so a year and be the player, because in glimpses, Frank, you know, we, we all know, my God, this kid is great when he's been out there, yeah. but he's not out there nearly enough. He just, he, he, he's not available. And so if you think Scoot Henderson is going to give you 75 games and be a player who is worthy of, you know, that kind of level in the draft, taking at that level, yeah, I could see it. I think there are a lot of teams that, are of, that, that think that Zion's available. We heard that talk in Denver and Miami. I know you were in Miami last week. That buzz is out there. Would I trade for Zion? Yes. If I was an also-ran, and I thought I could get Zion. And these days, you need to get lucky in the draft yep. or on draft day with a trade. I trade for him, hoping I could do something. Maybe he needs the shakeup of being scared once, being dealt, being told by a club, oh, we don't want you. Maybe that might work in his favor long term. Yep. I feel fortunate. I got to see him actually play in person this past season. Opening night in Brooklyn, he had missed over 500 days. I got to be honest, Mike, it looked like he hadn't missed anything. He was telling the Brooklyn Nets, I'm going to drive to my left. I'm going to finish at the rim, and you can't stop me. And they couldn't. But the problem is he just doesn't play enough. He's been in the league no. four years. He's played 114 games. He missed last season, and then this season he only plays 29 games. So if I'm New Orleans, and forget anything going on off the court, all the drama, I'm not, who cares about that stuff? To me, this is more about his availability. Can he stay yes. in shape, and can you stay healthy? And now for the Hornets, it's interesting. Because he's got a connection to uh, North Carolina, having played at Duke. He's from Car uh, South Carolina. You're always looking to sell tickets. But if you're Charlotte, you look at some of the history of draft picks that they have yeah, had of bringing in players. Got Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, Adam Morrison, you know, Frank Kaminsky they've drafted. Plus, they've I had know. injury. They bring in Gordon Hayward, he gets hurt. If, if I'm Charlotte, I'm not sure I'm doing it. But if I'm New Orleans, I'm looking to get off Zion Williamson because he simply doesn't it's play tempting. enough. Frank, it's so tempting because you got to get look. Teams get lucky in the on draft day now, and with the 11th pick and the 13th pick, and the, Charlotte's got number two, and yep. they can take the kid from Alabama. But Brandon we don't Miller. know if he's going to be as good as Zion. I, know. I mean, Zion at his best. How how how? What can you count on? That's yeah. the question. What can you count on? Yep. Now to Major League Baseball, where Nationals manager Davey Martinez was steamed by the play that cost his team the game last night. The Nats and Astros were tied at four, bases loaded, one out in the bottom of the ninth. When shortstop C.J. Abrams fielded a grounder, came home to force the second out. But catcher Kiebert Ruiz's attempt to turn two deflected off Jake Myers' helmet. 
Martinez argued that Myers was out of the baseline. He was. And even presented a still photo <laughs> in his press conference to make his case. But the play's not reviewable, Frank. Should it be? Yeah, I, I think it should be. And what's interesting about this is when these two teams met in the World Series, the same exact play happened with Trey Turner. He gets hit with the ball, and he ends up being called out. So I can understand why David Martinez is upset. Now, yes. I'm a purist when it comes to baseball, but because now everything is getting reviewed and they're talking about, you know, robotic umpires down the road, why wouldn't you um, go and review a play like this? It's a run-scoring play that's deciding a game. And Davey has the evidence in his hand. I get it sometimes with the still shots. It could be a little misleading, but he was out of the base pass there. I don't think there's any question about it. No everything doubt. gets reviewed no now doubt. in sports, and I get it at times. It's too much, and it kills the flow of the game. Mm. But baseball, the game's been moving. That should be reviewed. Frank, I'm torn on this one. I mean, you're, I'm not about to refute your logic in the case you just presented for doing it. But part of sport is pushing the envelope. Yeah. Part of sport is coloring right on the line, if not outside it pun intended, with baseline. I don't know that I want everything reviewed. I, I, I just don't want it. And I'm not talking about just the procedural of the games taking forever, although that would be the case. I'm just talking about a guy sliding a hip into the base path and what should be called and what isn't. Make the damn call and don't give me robots. Put Blue out there, even though I'm taking shots at Blue half the season. <laughs> Put him out there. Let him get the call right. Let him argue it. Um, I don't think I want it reviewable. I understand the case. And if I'm Davey Martinez, I'm definitely upset. And I'm doing exactly what he did. I'm taking that still photo to the press conference and at least present my case to the national and local media. Yeah, I like the hip that you're talking about. That was Reggie Jackson, that famous Reggie play in the Jackson. World Series against the Dodgers when Tom, <laughs> Tommy yeah. Lasorda was losing it. But here's the thing with, you know, the uh, replay review. In the neighborhood play, used to be something everybody accepted because the shortstop on, say, a double play, he's going to be near the base because he doesn't want to be on the base and maybe get his leg taken out. Now, spiked. when it gets yeah. reviewed, you're not standing on the base. They call the runner safe. So when you went down this road, you open up the Pandora's box. David Martinez, uh, with the, you know, the evidence in his hand, he was right. Yeah. Uh, I like the neighborhood play, too. Let's take exactly. a break. Coming up, Carl Anthony Towns makes a big boast he makes a lot of them about his game. And we'll find the words to describe last night's steal of home in the Yankees-Mets game. A little Subway Series in June. Frank, I think I shot 90. That's pretty uh, good. At L.A. North the last time I was there. That's too low. That's too low. Fifth, that suggests... Two guys in fifth... Part of the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona, part of Happy Hour. Time to fill in some blanks with fill in Frank. What's first? Carl Anthony Towns is blank when he predicts people are going to say he changed the game. Frank, I I'm sort of hesitant because part of me really likes Carl Anthony Towns and his story and all that he's overcome personally. And, you, you know, you're, I know you're familiar with that family things and issues. Yeah. And he's sort of there's a charm about him and he's engaging. But then at times he just goes too far and does or says stuff where you go, <laughs> dude, what are you saying? I mean, he's a big man who can shoot, but so are a lot of people now. He wasn't the first. He isn't the only. And so I'm going to say that people are not going to sit around saying Carl Anthony Towns changed the game. Therefore, I'm going with delusional because <laughs> Carl Anthony has that element, too. Again, there's charming yep. and there's delusional. And he can be both like in the locker room in a period of four minutes when you're talking to him. He said this to Pat Bev, speaking of delusional, so delusional. You know, I... Carl Sr., who I know pretty well, I'm sure he's watching the show, so I'm going to take the politically correct word and say dreaming. Okay. How about that? Dreaming instead okay. of delusional. <laughs> but I, when you think about and I think what he's referring to is being a big man that could shoot threes, and he did win the three-point uh, shootout a couple of years yes, ago at All-Star Weekend. But when you talk about guys that change the game, you talk about Wilt and Kareem and Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, LeBron James, maybe one day Jokic, you're doing it on a grand scale and you're winning yes. all the time. He's yet yes. to get out of the first round. He also said on the Patrick Beverly podcast, here's the thing about the ex-players or the current players having podcasts. They get their teammates and ex-teammates to really say some crazy stuff. He also said that our run this year, meaning Minnesota, after they made all the trades and getting into the playoffs, was actually more impressive than what Denver did. Denver won once the championship. Again, <laughs> once That's again. also dreaming. Delusional. <laughs> exactly. And again, and by the way, Carl Anthony Townsend, he's got like the greatest golf swing speaking since we're on a US Open weekend. Too. It, there's so much to like about <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns. I, like I said, I feel a little torn and a little guilty, uh, but yeah. I said it anyway. Delusional. The game. Pat Bev, Chicagoan, my boy, he's, delusional. He's delusional too. What's next? Isaiah Kiner Falefa's steal of home last night was blank. All right, Frank, you're familiar with this, I'm sure. I mean, the, the, the problem with this theft of home plate is that you got so much going on. You've got a runner coming into, you got the runner stealing home. You've got a pitch that's not really an attempt to throw out the runner, we don't think. And it's about to hit the batter yep. who's bailing out of the box. And so it's unclassic. <laughs> it's not like Jackie Robinson stealing home with Yogi Berra's glove there tagging him out, should have been out. Jackie Robinson, by the way, stole home 19 times. Wow. Okay? And, by the way, it's not like Javi Baez, who stole home recently in the postseason. It's not like Rod Carew stealing home 17 times. Jackie Robinson, there's no dude bailing out. 
That's a classic theft of home, he and Javi Baez. And by the way, there's some rumor out there that Ty Cobb, pre-records, stole home 54 times. Amazing. This was so common, it wasn't even a big deal. Unclassic batter, high pitch, bailout, too many things going on. Unclassic. All right, I'm gonna. My word is dangerous, and I'll get to that in a minute. But you mentioned Jackie Robinson, that famous steal of home. You know, at Yogi's museum when he was alive, Yogi had a picture of that in the museum. When he would show folks the How picture, he would always point to it and say, "Out." Jackie's Jackie Robinson out. was out. out. He was they out. called him safe, but he was definitely out. But other than if you're a quarterback standing in the pocket, knowing you're going to get hit, or a defenseman in hockey, you know, going down to block a shot, knowing you're going to get hit with the puck. This is about as close to that as you can get because you have the pitcher throwing a ball. You have a guy standing there with a bat. you got a catcher that's going to try to block the plate. And think about Billy McKinney, the batter. Once the pitcher realizes what's happening, guys are screaming that he's stealing. He rushes Think it. about where that pitch went. That went right by the bat. So that's much too many things. It's, it's your eye should be attracted to the slide at the plate and the throw but when and you're the application of a It's tag. your blind spot when huh? you're left. When you're left Come handed, on now. it's your blind spot. It's dangerous. Wonder how many times Lou Brock did it. Ricky Henderson four times. Yeah. The theft of home plate is a classic thing in baseball. There's not enough of it, and yeah. now we got people junking it up yeah. in the. Well, Left if you box, get thrown get out, out it's like getting thrown out on third Come for the third out. It's just a bad play if you get thrown out at home. I have the final word. Unclassic. Let's take one Dangerous. last break. Still to come, Shohei has been struggling over his last eight starts. Will tonight be different? And what's at stake on the pitch between the UX and Mexico tonight? Maybe Dose Zero. That's a, that's the big. That's how they taunt. I'm gonna watch them that. In Mexico. I'm, that's that's the center of sports yeah, watching well, it's tonight. it's a good time for you. It's the 10 o'clock here in the east. Off at eight, right? Yep. And then the, the, the game comes be. on out here. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg, letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark. There's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Time for you people to get happy. Happy 85th birthday, Billy Williams, one of my absolute baseball idols who played alongside fellow Cubs Hall of Famers Ernie Banks, Fergie Jenkins, and Ron Santo. Williams' Hall of Fame career includes six All-Star Game appearances, Rookie of the Year in 1961, and a National League batting title in 72, a year he fell just short of MVP won by Johnny Bench. It was a career that almost never happened. Williams left his double-A team in San Antonio in 1959 and planned to quit the game because he was so fed up with racism and segregation. But the legendary Buck O'Neill visited him and his family home in Alabama 
and persuaded him to return. Billy Williams made his major league debut later that season. You know, growing up in New York, I never saw Billy Williams play, but the guys that we used to hear about were Ron Santo, Ernie Banks, and Billy Williams. So explain this to me. Earlier this season, the Cubs had a Billy Williams bobblehead night. They Don't gave out 10,000 of them. Don't go. And they had Don't number one. He wore I, number 26. Explain I'm yourself, so upset about Mr. It. Cubs. I'm so upset about it. I walked into a World Series game, by the way, with Billy Williams, with my brother wearing his number 26 jersey Not on his number back. one? He didn't have number one. Pretty cool moment. They 26 They, they apologized for that. The Cubs did. Happy anniversary, Greg Popovich. On this day 20 years ago, almost at 26, Pop won the second of his five NBA championships, beating the then New Jersey Nets in six. Tim Duncan and David Robinson were the bigs on that team, and Pop is now looking forward to his next one. Victor Wimbanyama, whom the Spurs will surely select with the top pick in the draft one week from tonight. Pop's contract expired at the end of the season, but SpursTalk.com says the expectation is the 74-year-old Pop will soon get a three-year deal at 14 mil per. And remember, Mike, a lot of people thought, all right, once Tim Duncan leaves, Greg Popovich would leave. That's not what happened. And now the idea is because they have so much salary wow. cap space that they might add veteran type of players. They're not going to try that? to tank next year. They might actually try to win and make the playoffs with when Benyama is their center. You and I could have spring times in San Antonio again. Been there a lot. In our Texas near futures. Yep. Happy trails to a game time grand slam for Eugenio Suarez. The Mariners third baseman appeared to have the game tied with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth. But his deep drive to right was snatched by Marlins right fielder Jesus Sanchez. One run did score on the tag up to make it 4-1, but that's how it ended. The Marlins are 38-31 this season, just four and a half behind the Bravos in the NL East. You see, defense is exciting, and I can never feel bad for the Mariners when something like this happens because I seem to remember they had a center fielder that used to do this to a lot of guys, steal home runs, steal doubles, steal singles, Ken Griffey Jr., so turnabout's fair play for your Seattle Yeah, Bears. Yeah, that's true. He snatched a lot of stuff. Yeah. No errors today, Frank, so let's get to the big finish. Shohei on the mound against the Rangers tonight. Who you got? Tell you what, the Rangers have been terrific. Shohei last night, opposite field, upper deck. But his last eight starts, 4.88 ERA. Not good. He needs no. a little bounce back no. on the mound at least. The Cardinals have lost five straight. Think Oliver Marmol is in trouble. Marmol won the division last year, but they're the worst in the NL this year. The Cardinals don't do business that way. I, 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 you know, I'm happy they're terrible, but they don't do business that way. The Nevada legislature approved the stadium financing deal for the A's. Your thoughts? You know what? It's heartbreaking, and I don't live in Oakland. I don't really have a connection there. I feel bad for the people of Oakland. It's a great city. I do too. It's a great sports town. Their football team left. Their basketball team went across the bay, Moved and now they're going to lose miles. it. They should have built a better stadium. That stadium is dreadful. Today it's is the 35th awesome. anniversary of the release of Bull Durham. Are you a fan? You know what, Frank? It's okay. I think it's overrated in the historical references. It's like, okay, let's get over it. Like, like most of these you know, sports movies are just not as good as they ought to be. Last one, USA versus Mexico tonight in the CONCACAF Nations League semi. Yeah. Big game. Yeah. In Vegas, who you got? Uh, you said it in Vegas. We were just talking about Vegas. U.S. has been the better team. U.S. will win, could face Canada this weekend for the championship, which has become a really good rivalry. Used to be U.S. Mexico. Yeah. Now U.S. Big Canada deal. is just as good. Big That's deal Tony's tonight. team.
We're out of time. Thanks for watching. I'm Frank Isola. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, your sports center. How many guys you got shooting 62? We had two in 15 minutes. Get out there, Mike. Nah, Mike, you'll break nah, 80. It won't be that easy. PTI.